When you look over the edge of a cliff, how does it make you feel? When you got a passion, been on for so long, and everything around you starts to go wrong, gotta keep your head up, gotta move along. Get your mind up, boy, get strong if it don't break us. You can see why, even with the knowledge that you might die, that you might want to go, you know what? I'll risk it. I'll risk it for that ride. So this story is about the times in our lives when we decide to jump. Are you feeling blessed? I am feeling so blessed. I am feeling so happy to be alive. I am so glad to be on this ride. And I am like so, so freaking happy that you are here and I get to tell you this story. My name is Amy. Welcome back to Magical Soup, my little corner of the audioverse where I get to talk about magic that exists in the world. So today's story was so fun for me because I got to have this long extended conversation with my brother. He's such a special guy and I cannot wait for you to meet him. So I hope that you'll indulge me for a minute because I want to create an experience for you listening to this. Kind of like a chef will put, you know, a certain type of wine with a dish. Um, This story is best experienced outside. And if you can just take me for a walk to a vista or a view, that is the ideal. That would be amazing. I love standing up the top of a tall building on the very edge and looking down. Taking a leap of faith is not easy um, for most people. For my brother, it was routine. He was one of those kids who just perfected that particular type of magic from a very early age. I had zero fear then of heights. I loved heights. You were ready to jump off of basically anything that you could figure out how to jump off of. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Dave is punk rock. He is OG San Francisco punk rock. Even now in his 50s, he has this like flaming red hair and he's just freaking cool. You know, he made our lives so exciting growing up. It was, it was just a blast to be his younger sister. So this story takes place again in California, this time near a 200-foot-tall sheer cliff over the Pacific Ocean. And it's the early 90s. So San Francisco is totally a different city. And... And that's another part of what's fascinating about the story is just hearing how different San Francisco was. So Fort Funston was a destination for us and for for other people like us. And by us, I mean um, 'er ne'er-do-well, you know, restaurant-working rocker and art people. Because at that point, it hadn't quite been incorporated into the Golden Gate National uh, recreation park system. It was sort of on its own. The, the, I guess sometime in the eighties, the, the Navy or the army, the military sold it back to California 
And so it was not uh, protected yet. It was not a national uh, park yet or a state park. But at the same time, it wasn't part of the military either. So it was right in between. We didn't know this really, didn't care. But a whole bunch of us would just pack up into a car and, and you know, take a cooler out there and sit up on these giant beaches overlooking the ocean and watch the sunset. And we would build fires and, and we would hang out and, and share bottles of, of, of booze and, and, and smoke out and, and do all kinds of great stuff that, that you could do when uh, no one was watching. Wait, I just... I just, I gotta say, like, like listening to that description and thinking about the way that the world is now, like, that sounds so dreamy. Yeah, I know. It's hard to imagine now. I mean, some of what I remember from those days seems unreal. San Francisco was still pre-boom anything, right? San Francisco was still just kind of a a, a, a destination for sure, touristy. But other than that, you know, there were there were huge pieces of uh, uh, of the Bay Area where where there was no reason you'd want to go there. And for sure, Fort Funston was one of those places. I think, in, in fact, there were many people who were like, yeah, don't go to Fort Funston. The weirdos hang out there, which, of course, was why we went, because we thought, oh, yeah, we're the weirdos. We want to hang out there. And, and so there was a big, big bunch of us and we, we hiked around for a while and we, we, you know, we had some, uh, wine and stuff and we built a fire and, uh, we smoked out a little bit and it was probably like, you know, I don't know, midday when we started. And so by four or five in the afternoon, um, the sun was starting to, to, you know, lower itself and get towards the horizon. And, and, you know, we, even back then we knew about the magic hour. And at the beach, when you're, especially if you're on a, a, a good overlook like that, and you can see the sun slowly sort of falling into the Pacific, um, that by itself is incredible. It's a magical experience because you, you, you almost can, can feel how the ocean and the sun want to just meet. They want to touch each other. They can't wait to get to each other. Um, and, and those moments are, are so beautiful and, and sort of poignant because it, it brings together, uh, uh, something that happens every day, at least once a day, I guess, <laughs> but also something that makes you feel like this is so unique. This is so special and so beautiful. And here we are and we can contemplate it because, you know, <laughs> we have an altered mindset and we don't have anything to do. We don't have anywhere to be. And that's wonderful. So we're sitting there this one time and we, we see uh, off to our left a bunch of dudes who look like your typical California surfer dudes, right? They've got, some of them have wetsuits, some of them just have, you know, board shorts. Uh, some of them have shirts, some of them not. They've got some dogs, they've got some beers um, and they're smoking out too. And and we're, we're kind of checking them out and, and they're checking us out. We look like, you know, rockers right? Long hair, uh, you know, kind of grungy looking, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's the mid to early nineties. And so, uh, uh, pretty soon they, we, we start just kind of talking to each other, yelling at each other from a distance. And then, you know, we kind of move our posse over there and we're all talking and, and these guys are like, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and pretty soon it becomes clear that, that we are really of the same tribe, right? 
Some of these guys mentioned skateboarding down in Southern California at Huntington and Ventura. And, and some of the guys we're with are like, oh, yeah, dude, have you skated this one, you know, uh, uh, you know, dry wash and, and this one uh, thing in L.A. And everyone's talking and, and we're, we're definitely connected. Right. But we are pursuing, you know, different mediums, uh, different ways of expression. But so these guys are like, you know, every once in a while, one of them will just, you know, sort of build out one of these big hang gliders, you know, and, and, and they'll build it out and the wings will open and, and the big triangle bar comes down and they, and they, and they strap themselves into what looks like a, a rock climbing harness. It goes around your thighs. It goes around your mid waist. Uh, and there's a little piece that comes up your back and, and kind of, you know, locks into the, the bar of the hang glider. And then, you know, one of them will just be like, Oh yeah, cool. All right catch you guys later and walk over to the edge and just watch, you know? And, and I mean, it's worth mentioning that the wind, uh, when the sun is setting out there on the beach, no matter where you are, you could be at ocean beach, you could be at seal rock, you could be at Fort Funston, any place on, on the Pacific there, uh, when the sun starts setting, the wind really picks up. I mean, it's strong. And that's why those trees and those grasses, everything on the, on the Sandy Hills there, uh, two or 300 feet above the ocean is all bent because those winds are relentless, right? So, uh, and you can see the birds doing it too. The seagulls, the hawks, you know, everything that can fly is sort of up there over that, over that uh, space of, of air and, and water and, and beach and just over it, right? So we're watching this go down and I was never really a skateboarder. I love skateboarding. I love watching it. It's, I think it's a really an amazing, uh, event. But, uh, you know, I didn't have much to contribute in terms of conversation. But at one point I started talking to this one guy and he was a drummer and I was a drummer and, and he was, you know, uh, uh, putting together this hang glider. And, and I said, you know, I started asking questions. Oh, that looks cool. You know, so it looks like a rock climbing harness. And he's like, oh yeah, it's the same webbing, everything, you know, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, I used to rock climb a bunch. I, you know, I, I, I definitely love heights. And he said, Hey, what do you say? You want to take a spin? And I knew that he was pretty much joking, but at the same time, he was kind of wondering how I'd react. He was, you know, definitely older than me at that time. I was probably 24, 23, 24, 25, something like that. And so I had zero fear. I had, you know, I mean, I still do basically, but I had zero fear then of heights. So I said, yeah, let's do it. Okay. So I'm going to pause here. Um, I didn't know a ton about hang gliding before this. So I Googled hang gliding Fort Funston and it's freaking terrifying. It is terrifying. Like the first thing you get is like a hang gliding crash video. And you're like with a GoPro, like on the hang glider, just like headed down. It's it's terrifying. So so after I saw that video, I decided I needed to get a little perspective on what it was like to legitimately hang glide um, at Fort Funston. So I contacted the Fort Funston Hang Gliding Club. Yes, of course, there is one. And the next thing I know, I am on the phone with this guy. My name is Pat Denovan, and I teach people to fly hang gliders, and I fly hang gliders myself. I mean, how how 
dangerous do, do is hang gliding for someone who hasn't learned the bunny slope? Oh, I'd say it's totally dangerous. We're becoming pilots. You know, this is not just, uh, it's becoming a three-dimensional person. So, you know, you, you, you deal with, with air that's rising, air that's falling, air that's blowing towards you, air that's, uh, it's blowing from behind you. You know, you need to figure these things out. And of course, you know, everybody knows that the, the most important thing is, of course, landing. So, you know, there are places where we fly, like Fort Clemson, where we have to be careful about, uh, the ocean, for instance. Totally dangerous to find yourself, you know, not knowing how to fly and being landing in the ocean. We've got a little bit more context now. Take it away, Dave. So I said, yeah, let's do it. And he threw me his harness. Probably expecting I wouldn't know what to do, right? Or how to, but I had been a rock climber, so I knew how to put it on. I knew what, how it went. I, I attached it over my thighs. I, I fastened it around my groin and up around my waist and I pulled up the extension in the back that had the, the clasp that the hook that goes on to the, the hang glider. And he was like, Oh, have you hang glided before? And you know, this is the funny part, right? Because <laughs> anyone who's been at a party and, 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 you know, and has, has been in a situation, a social situation where there's um, lubricants, we'll say, has run into this situation where you you kind of go, oh, well, I just told you that I hadn't, but you obviously either don't remember or don't want to remember and are asking me again. And so I just went with it. And I, I don't know why, but I just, I just said, oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say any more than that, but that I remember. I, I don't, I don't think I said any more than that. I'm not sure. I didn't embellish that much, but I just kind of went, oh yeah, yeah, sure. You bet. Yeah. I've hang glided. Yeah. Love it. And, and, but I had literally just said, you know, like 10 minutes before that, no, oh, no, man, it looks cool. I have no idea what you're doing. So, you know, but you know, here we are on the top of a cliff, of a sandy cliff, two or 300 feet above the ocean. The sun is setting and it's beautiful outside and the wind is, is, is warm and, and, but with it, with a touch of fog, you know, a touch of, of wet and it's beautiful out there. And so I've, I've now watched two or three guys walk up to the edge and just launch themselves out. And so I'm thinking to myself, yep, I got it. And so, you know, I stand up and I walk over and I, and I pick up the hang glider and a couple of the guys I'm with notice and they're like, Oh, look at you, Pankaneer. What's going on, man? What are you doing? And I'm like, Hey, you guys, what's going on? And the, the guy that I was talking to, who again, what, you know, at the time seemed a lot older, but was probably only like 30 and, and you know, probably only like five years older than me, but you know, seemed old, right? Cause that's how it is when you're young. And he hooks me in, he clips me into the back part of the hang glider. And he says, you know, it, it, you know, just, uh, you know, go for it, man. You're looking good. And so I, I, I grabbed the bar in my hands and, and I, I pointed the nose up. That's what I'd seen the other guys do. Pointed the nose up and I, I kind of looked out at the ocean and the sky and I just, 
I kind of walked and then took a couple of hops and uh, I was in the air. And the, the weird thing is, is that, I mean, I've been thinking about this a lot, especially since we talked about it, but, but even before that, for years, it, I don't, <clears throat> you would think the bulk of this memory would be me in the air, right? Like how amazing it was. And I, I kind of, I do remember, I have a sort of a vivid memory of leaving the ground and I, and, 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 and sort of being like, I don't know if I said it out loud or not, but I was like, yeah, wow, you know, there was this feeling of, of euphoria and ecstasy that came over me, but I have no idea if I vocalized it or not. And I can't, I couldn't tell you how long that flight was. I know that I was in the air and I, and I, you know, was a little bit nervous and scared and I could feel the winds pushing up against the sail and I was holding on to the, the triangle part. And, you know, I was trying to lift my legs because I saw the other guys doing it, lifting their legs, but it was really hard. <laughs> it was not easy to get parallel to the bar. But I, I don't remember how long that flight was. It it, it might have been five minutes. It might have been 20. I, I don't remember, but it was wonderful. It was amazing. I was in the air. I was flying. I was free. I was free from gravity. And all I had to worry about was not going straight down, which for some reason didn't, wasn't a concern. I just, it wasn't a concern to me. I didn't, I didn't look back. There was no looking back. I just launched into the air and I was in the air and I had a, had a, had this amazing feeling of like, I'm free. I'm finally, finally free. I'm finally away. And, you know, and then some, at some point later, I kind of, I don't know how to explain it. I just kind of became aware that I was getting close to the ground. And then I became aware that it wasn't the ground. It was actually the ocean. And I was, I started, then that's when, you know, sort of reality kicked in and I'm like, oh shit, where, you know, and I started to kind of look around to see how far out I was. And I wasn't that far out, but you know, the Pacific ocean, uh, well, anyone who, who's been to the Pacific or has swum in the Pacific or been in, it's, it's a, it's a treacherous ocean. It's, it looks nice and it looks inviting, but it depends where you go. Riptides are a thing, right? So immediately I'm like, oh, okay, wait, wait, how am I going to navigate this? And I remember doing a, a sort of an underhand overhand thing, you know, trying to get that bar so that I could somehow steer, right? I, I had no idea what I was doing. So I was like, okay, if I can just tilt this thing. And, and I remember sort of giving it, uh, you know, on the, on the left-hand side, I tilted that bar up and on the right side, I pushed down thinking that it would turn, right? That it would somehow sort of guide me back maybe to, to where the beach was. And it just kind of went straight down. <laughs> it just, it just kind of nosedived. Um, I, I guess I had just, you know, removed myself from whatever current I was on, uh, that I wasn't even aware of. And, and I kind of nosedived, but I was only about 15 or 20 feet up and, and I hit the, hit the water. I hit it pretty hard. It stunk and it was cold. It was cold. And, uh, you know, and, and, and I tried to stand up and I couldn't at first. 
but then I guess the water maybe went out or I found my feet. I don't know what happened. And it took me probably almost as long. I, well, I don't know. See, that's the thing. I don't know. But it felt like a long time for me to try to wrestle that thing and, and myself out of the water and onto the beach where, where, the, where the break wasn't happening. It felt like, you know, an hour of, of trying to keep that thing up in the air without getting it caught in the wind. And, you know, that, that struggle was epic. It was a battle for the ages. I felt like I was, you know, the elements that had just one moment had been totally on my side and in my corner were all, all of a sudden were now like, nope. But I, I eventually got to the beach and I sat down on the beach and, and once I was like, everything's cool and, and I was sitting in the sand and I was, you know, the sun was pretty much down by that time. That feeling of just being like, holy shit, I just, I, I just did it. I just did it to have conjured that kind of experience out of, you know, bravado, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, like hang, like hang gliders die. Like people who are hang gliders, like professionally, like and they die jumping off that cliff. Like that's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. There's signs now. There didn't used to be, but there's signs now that say y you are risking your life if you're hang gliding off this cliff. You know, there's giant signs that. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. There are so many moments that we live, and we don't even understand how important or magical they are because it's happening and we're not questioning and we're, and we're leaning in. If you have a chance to sit down and reflect on the beach after you go, holy shit, that was amazing. My, you know, my, my personal goal has been like, how can I get to a place where I'm recognizing that moment as it's actually happening? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Having having an awareness without um, limits, I guess. Right. I mean, that that moment has sustained me. Knowing that I did that, one thing that I reflect on from that experience is there was at least 15 to 18 people kind of in that area and nobody, <laughs> not a single person thought to say, Hey, uh, <clears throat> Dave, maybe you should re maybe you should rethink this. You know, you're just going to jump off a cliff on a hang glider that you've, you've never done that before. In fact, I would say, and again, my memory's kind of sketchy um, because I was very focused on me and what was my experience. But I'm going to say there was a couple people kind of cheering me on, <laughs> which I, I don't think would ever happen now. You know, there's been times throughout my life where I have been in either, you know, major stress or, or, or major exhilaration. And there has been some sort of unknown random person there <laughs> to facilitate uh, my um, experience. And it's always been positive. It's always been positive. And that is the X factor, right? That is the, 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 the unknown in all of this. And also, if you accept it into your life, you'll find that it shows up as much as you need it to or as much as you want it to, for sure. And if you feel like 
that's your opportunity, then it is your opportunity, you know? And if you feel like it's not, it doesn't mean it'll never happen again. It just means not now. Yeah, that's well said. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> All right. This is fun. <laughs> I love you. Isn't he awesome? Okay, love you too. Ah, Bye. I just love my brother. So you think this should be the end of the story, right? Well, the problem is I left out the part where Pat, the hang gliding expert, said there's no possible way that my brother actually did what he said he did. You know, it it really sounds to me like um, like something that somebody made up. I don't know. We should all use our BS detector a lot more often than we do. So um, you think my brother's telling me a big fat story? You think he's yeah, just in a yard? I'm sorry. Now you I, now you're starting to think. How many other times has he told you big fat stories? <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm on it now. I'm. This is a mystery that needs to be solved. I am going to get to the bottom of this, <laughs> yeah. and I. I don't know how it ends, but I'm curious to find out. What do you think? What do you think? Do you think? Do you believe the hang gliding expert who said this is impossible, or do you believe my brother, who said this is what I did? And in the meantime, between now and the next episode, I am putting a little bit of magic out there. If somehow the guy who lent my brother this hang glider back in the early 90s at Fort Funston gets a hold of this or hears about this or contacts me, how freaking amazing would that be? I mean, it would be insane. It would be like, it would be totally insane but I'm putting it out there because I would like that's what I want to have happen. It would be great. Or if you want to share a story about this time that you were standing at the edge of a cliff and you decided to jump and it worked out, that's I would love to hear that. My email is magicalsoupinfo at gmail and my phone number where you can just call and leave me a voicemail telling me your amazing story is 303-578-9424. Um, if you want to check out my brother's bands, if you want to check out the hang gliding school, um, all of that is going to be on the episode page on my website, magicalsoup.com. Thank you so much for listening. When you got a passion, been on for so long, and everything around you starts to go wrong, gotta keep your head up, gotta move along. Get your mind up, boy, get strong If it don't break us, it's surely gonna make us I look up and I'm thankful to my maker Cause honestly, could have been worse Can't put a prize on these lines And know what words worth Goes deep, deep into the earth So when you read, you gotta do your best Don't sleep, just put in work And keep your breath, don't weep Just know that you're surely gonna be blessed Even when you're hurting inside, just smile Nothing lasts forever, only gonna take a while So don't wow you will blossom like the lily out of now. Life is a test, don't run, just walk the mile. It's the moment.